You are listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. Good afternoon, everybody. 12.06, 12.06 on this Friday. This is the Noon Report. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I want to welcome everybody tuning in, part of our live simulcast. Just find the Facebook page. Am I going in the right direction? There we go. All right, now I'm centered. Uh, good afternoon. This is the Noon Report. You just find the page, excuse me. It's John DePietro Show. Juan is trying to adjust into the seat just because uh, we have two more hours to go of the program. Last hour was the first hour of the radio program. This is both Facebook and radio. And the next hour, oh, we go back to radio only. So, folks, this is the middle now. This is the noon report. We do it at 12 noon for people that keep asking me what time in the afternoon. One of the many challenges that Juan has to deal with because of the availability and access to me, because of social um, social media, and it, and it's always a double edged you know sword. It's it's sometimes it's bittersweet. Um, there's good parts about it. That's right, live at the executive offices at the uh, one headquarters. The good news is I get to interact with a lot of different people. The bad news is I get to I have to interact with a lot of different people. So social media is um, is here to stay without question. And if anything it keeps evolving, we're uh, they're now predicting that this year streaming is now surpassing television. So streaming is surpassing television. And let's face it. And I I really see it when we're out and whether it's at night, one after dark, or whether it's on the scene live stream or the wildly popular Cranston PD Live. By the way, I think we're going to have at least one, if not yet another show we're going to be rolling out. One or two shows. I think it'll be two more shows. Um, So let's see. Right now we have the noon report. We have one after dark. We have Cranston PD Live. We have on the scene live stream four live programs that we do. But we're actually going to start to encompass some taped program just because for, for various reasons, um, sometimes it makes more sense to just do it so it's not live. Sometimes it's not conducive for live. Live is, is very difficult to do. It's the, the, the most difficult type of broadcast to do is a live broadcast, which we're doing and conducting right now. Uh, but, you know, live also has its, has its ups and downs a little bit. So we're, um, for, for various reasons, we're, um, but we are going to be unveiling and this will be rolling out over the next couple of months. Very excited about it. Finished a demo for one and it's terrific. And then um, I think... Well, anyhow, I won't get bogged down in details, but streaming, folks, it's everywhere, right? I mean, how many people sit down? I'm not talking about cable news television. I'm not talking about people that watch. I get it. Some people every night, Jesse Waters, Tucker, Hannity, Laura. I can't do that. I do not do that. Seems to be a little redundant for Juan's taste. But anyhow, some people do that. But I'm talking about how many people are actually sitting down. And it's not, you know, way back when people would, right, Thursday night was must-see TV. People would leave it on NBC all of Thursday night. 
uh, growing up in the 70s, Tuesday night, Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley, Three's Company. Saturday night, uh, you know, I mean, you go, well, anyhow, I could keep going on and on about television. You think of what the, you know, way back, now granted, I, you know, was, was young and some of it I didn't fully get. But, you know, Saturday night, think of CBS, All in the Family, Bob Newhart, Mary Tyler Moore, Carol Burnett. I mean, it, Saturday night was a big night for television. Now, I can't tell you what's on other than people watch live sports. But television is television is slowly also they're going to give up on the 10 to 11 o'clock hour. They just don't have the programming. It's streaming. Everything's going to streaming. And, and, and I know when we're out, especially doing, you know, on the scene live stream, there's someone in a restaurant. But what do they have? They have the phone and people are watching when they're whatever. It, it, you know, they come, people are all over the place, whatever. They're in a restaurant, they're getting pizza, they're running an errand, they're going to a store, whatever. But they have the phone and they can watch it and they can share it. When's the last time you picked up the phone and called someone and said, hey, you got to put on such and such? It, it, it just, it doesn't happen. The formula is broken. Streaming will surpass television viewing this year. People, you know, what are we talking about? The, the, some of the most popular shows, they're, they're streamed, right? White Lotus, Yellowstone, Cranston PD Live. I mean, it's, you get the idea of where it's going. Now, also, by the way, certain, first of all, you know, and I, I didn't intend to do this as like a, a where we are with media, but no, no one's watching it. And I was thinking last night, there was a time years ago. I used to, I actually used to do this with a VCR. I would tape the five o'clock news and the six o'clock news on channel 10, 12, and six. Sometimes I, I would just do pick one or two, but I would do that. I, I don't even watch that anymore. I mean, if they do a segment that then I want to watch, I, I, I'll just pull it off their website. But now I, I recognize some people still do because many of you will then. You know, the, you'll text me after you see a segment, but I, I don't even do that anymore. I don't even sit for the, you know, the six o'clock news. I mean, I'll, I'll see the segments they do. Sometimes I'll sit for the national news. I'll watch ABC World News tonight at 630. But even then, if I just wait a little bit, I, I'll pull the segments that I want. I find more and more. I, I used to, <laughs> I was not even going to talk about this, but just my viewing habits. So I get, I'm, I'm not saying that everyone is like this, but I've noticed, I, I, I take note of my viewing habits have drastically changed. I used to religiously get up at six o'clock in the morning and I would watch, right? It, it, way back, it was Art Lake and, and um, Frank Coletta. I would watch that from six to seven. And then you, then you had to watch the first 20 minutes of the Today Show. Now, I, I can't, I tried to watch uh, Mario and Bologna. It, it, it was impossible. All the, uh, the mindless banter back and forth and, and nothing against. I like everybody there and, and 
Patrick Little and the people channeled. I, I'm not knocking them in any way. It's just it's not for me. Maybe some people like that. Um, but I, and I don't even watch that. I, I don't have to. I just wait a little bit. And then Good Morning America, the Today Show, they'll post the segments and I just pick which ones I want to watch. But I'm not going to sit there through, oh, you know, oh, look at the blazer that Harry's got on today. Like, who cares? I can't stand the, the banter and and then uh, and then let alone, like, I'm going to watch the blanking traffic report, you know? Oh, let me guess, Route 10's getting heavy. But anyhow, and I'll tell you the other medium that, I mean, without question, there are certain radio, radio stations are just, they're being destroyed. But... Listen, as long as they keep on someone like Porkboy, who just is, you, you would never have that in a normal business, right? If this was like a, a department, if you, if, you would, if you had a department at a department store with that no one went into and everyone complained about, you, they, would, they would shut it down. They would close it down. So the, the more... That my old station, that they keep someone like a pork boy on, it's just, you're just destroying, what you're destroying are the listing habits. No one wants to go to that. People don't even, it's like people, they don't even shop there anymore. And they're they're purposely just destroying it. (laughs) It's actually hard to fathom, but anyhow. But folks, the good news is, People are watching. And again, if someone's out at a restaurant or whatever, or they're at a friend's house or whatever, they, 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 they can't carry their television with them, but everybody's got a phone. Everybody's got a phone. So so that we will enjoy. Now, I have a lot to report. Uh, it's a, like a little media, net, let alone like newspaper has been completely disintegrated. It, it's actually, I mean, at times it's sad, then it's not sad. Providence Journal, it. it it would actually be an insult to say it's a shell of itself because then it's actually an insight to a shell. I don't even know what it is anymore. The Boston Globe is still very strong. And there are still, don't get me wrong, there's still some good reporters there. But I, I again, media is evolving. Media is changing. Our, our viewing habits, how people, you got to go where people are. You got to go where people are. So... And um, and it'll just continue to evolve, as a matter of fact. So, I mean, it's actually a very exciting time to be in, in the media if you, are, you know, can, can go. I mean, I find it, it it's very freeing. And, and I cover things that I want to cover. Um, I, I also find, now again, I'm, I'm not talking about AM 1380 and 99.9 when I talk about other radio. But... You know, the whole thing of like the music stations and, and it's all recorded anyway, so they've eroded that. Plus, if you really want to listen to music, you, most people, they put on a streaming service to begin with. Um, they're, they're, and then when, when you have people with no talent and just put them behind the microphone, it would, would a restaurant take someone in off the street and say, hey, you're one of our new chefs. Oh, really? I've never cooked in my life. Well, that's, that's good enough for us. Uh, the answer is no, it would not happen. But um, radio has just continues to be its own worst enemy with putting on 
people, like my listing habits. I don't, I don't even, people sometimes will text me, did you hear that or that? And I, it's, it's, I'm not hearing anything that I don't know. And again, I'm focused down the dial, right? Like anyone at this point, like they, they, they don't know anything. They're all chasing the same whatever, right? It's like a major accomplishment to get the mayor Pawtucket on. I don't even know. Is that a get? That's a get? Oh, exclusive. Oh, excuse me. Boy, that must be a tough one. All right, folks, let's get on track here as Juan's been on a major Friday rant. Um, Because I have a lot of police news. I have a lot of, we have Providence police news. We have Cranston police news, as a matter of fact, that no one else has, that no one else has, that I'm going to tell you, that I'm going to tell you. And I also, you know, before I do, um, well, I want to be really clear. It's not... Some of the other hosts that I criticize, I want you to, it's not that I, I, I I'm sure they're all, well, actually, the exception of Park Boy. I, I'm sure they like, you know, I'm not saying they're terrible people, but, and maybe for the average person, it's totally fine. I, I'm just saying it's, I, I judge people on whether or not they tell me something I don't know. I mean, that's just how I check news. Are they telling me something I don't know? But most of the time. Um, you, you, you're not, they're not telling, <laughs> I can assure you they're not telling you anything you don't know. So I think the best example was, and I was talking about this with someone the other day, that during the course of the pandemic, 2020, I kept track. I attended, I attended, I did over 100 COVID briefings that Gina had, over 100 over 100, not 50, not 10, over 100 in person. I, I, I used to have the exact number. I think it's like 120 or something. But anyhow, if you took the combined total of how many of those COVID briefings that after Gene, right, cackle into Pork Boy that, that they attended, the number is zero. <laughs> that to me tells you all you need to know. They're not people in the know. They're people that are just, they just have a loud microphone is what they have. Folks, this portion of the program brought to you by Propane Plus. Call them today, 401-885-4209. In uh, Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. It's Propane Plus. If you use propane, heating or cooling, call Propane Plus today. They also have a very user-friendly website. It's propaneplus.com. Now, this is really simple. It's 1220. It's Friday. I am asking you, if you use propane, residential, commercial, I don't care who you've been using. I'm asking, just give them a chance. Residential or commercial, Propane Plus, 401 in Rhode Island, 885-4209 or Massachusetts, 508-252-3359 for Propane Plus. Now, folks, again, you can um, check out the latest episode of Cranston PD Live is um, posted on the website, dipedro.com, which is brought to you by the Coincident, 226 Coincident Avenue, West Warwick, lunch, dinner, drinks, and allowance, the waiting view at the Coincident. And I also just want to be very clear. I, I have the right, media, We you have the right to explain where you're different than the other choices. So I fully get 
that some people view it as a criticism, which in some ways it is. But what, what I'm really doing is illustrating the difference, right? The old thing of what do you bring to the table? Now, when you have someone like Pork Boy, it's zero. The other two are just chasing like the same, you know, it's like a rush. Who's going to have Mary Beth Calabro on first? Is <laughs> if that's like blanking news, right? But, um, but you know, so, and I think it's fair. What, how, is, how is Channel 6 different than Channel 10? How is Channel 10 different than, than Channel 12? How is that different than the Boston Globe? So, I mean, th- those are all fear things to look at. You know what else, as I think about it, the more, I'll tell you elsewhere, television is changing. Television is changing is more and more when, when I'm watching, let's just say I'm watching the segments on Good Morning America and I'm just watching them online. I'm not seeing the anchors as much. I'm not seeing Michael Strahan. I'm not seeing Stephanopoulos. I'm not seeing Robin Roberts, right? The Today Show at its heyday with Matt and Katie. But when I'm online watching the segments of the Today Show, I'm just seeing the reporter in the package. I'm not seeing the windy, uh, excuse me, witty banter between Hoda and Savannah Guthrie. I, I actually believe more and more the role of that individual is, I believe, is declining. Because now, granted, for the television viewer, it's still, they're the orchestrator. And they're, unless they do in the interview, don't get me wrong, unless, and Stephanopoulos does a lot of interviews. So, but anyhow, all right. Now, first of all, in Providence Police News, this is big. It's a little bit inside, but Kevin Lanny, Major Kevin Lanny, who was one of the fi- three finalists, has been now promoted. He is number two in the Providence Police Department. So the Providence Police Department, in a very short amount of time, has gone through significant change, tremendous change. If you look at in November, in November... It was Commissioner, Public Safety Commissioner Stephen Perry. It was Chief of Police Hugh Clements. And then you even had your number two, Commander Tom Verde. And then Major LaPayton, number three. And I just want to point this out. I, I don't expect everyone to know this, but when, when you talk about it in the ranks, a lot of people won't, won't know this, just the casual, not everybody. But they all actually have a number on their badge. So whoever's the chief wears number one, and then the number two has the number two. Every officer has their, so when people say like the badge number, it's actually their rank within the department. And then the majors and the chief, they all, you know, fill in that way um, into those top slots. So when when I go, when you go to a police department sometimes, you know, if you're, in the room in the large departments and everybody's in a single digit that's that's you know the brass of the the staff but you look at now mayor smiley has made himself the public safety commissioner no more stephen perry he has the chief of police and now the fire chief reporting directly to him oscar perez is the new chief that makes lanny number two so that when you think about it this is mid-february 
You have a new police chief, no public safety commissioner, and a new number two. Where November 1st, it was Perry, Clemens, and then also uh, Major Verdi. LaPayton stays at number three. So Kevin Lanny, but that, that's a big job. Um, and it, it, it's, it's, a, uh, it, it's a very important job. But uh, so last week, last Wednesday night on stage were the three finalists for chief. They were Oscar Prez, who was the acting chief, who is now the chief. Major Lanny was on stage. He's now been made the number two. Major LaPayton remains in his slot at number three. I know that doesn't, to a casual observer, it doesn't, but that, that's a lot of moving pieces. It's a lot of change in moving pieces. I'm not saying it's bad change, by the way. I'm not saying it's good or bad, but it's definitely different. So, but that's very significant. What's also very significant, I found out. Now, many of you watch as Juan rides along with Cranston PD Live. <coughs> Someone had asked me, are you doing it tonight? We just did it Wednesday, and I, I actually now try to schedule it uh, when the weather is going to cooperate. And when I initially looked at now, that doesn't mean we're not going to be out tonight. I am going to be out tonight. But, um, and on call, we'll, we'll do on-scene live stream. And then sometimes, um, but when I initially looked at the forecast, I mean, it's raining now. And then, eh, I mean, it's actually not going to rain tonight. It's going to rain a little bit. But anyhow, um, a lot of it's weather dependent. It just doesn't work. It doesn't work. It's tough on the equipment. Uh, there's there's a lot of different factors that go into it. So I find, and I found by doing it, it's 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 easier to do. I've done it in the rain. It's not easy to do in the rain. It's not as good quality in the rain. Um, so it'll be on that. But when you see me with Cranston, and this is the part, because I know some of the individuals behind it, and they want to push it, and they want to push it. And these were the same people that were pushing the Jamal Gonzalez protests that erupted. And turned into riots in Providence, but not in Cranston, in Providence. There are individuals. There are individuals that want to test the new chief. There are individuals that are going to want to test the new mayor. And there are individuals that are going to want to test the new number two. They want to see what they can get away with. And they're out there. So it should be interesting over the next few months. I will be curious to see how the new chief, the new mayor... And now Commander Lanny, how they handle it, whether or not. Now, we, we, you, we've seen on an international scale, China says, let's send this spy balloon and see what, what they do. And initially, the Biden people didn't do anything, but it did get our attention and they shot it down. And now they're retrieving it, and then it's very different than the other balloons. But what I am hearing is you're going to really start to see that over the next several months in Providence. You, you have a new chief. You have a new number two, and you have a new mayor. And you have people that say, let's test it out. Let's see what they do. Let's see if they react if we get... 20 ATVs, once again, racing around the city. Let's see what they do if we, oh, okay, we'll be on bikes. So you get, you know, 50, <clears throat> excuse me, 15, 20 individuals on bikes, but you block traffic. And they're doing tricks and stunts and wheelies. And we're not talking about in the bike lane. We're talking about like they take over 
the entire road. So then traffic backs up, then they stop, and then they're doing different stunts. It's it's a show. But that, I believe, from what I'm hearing, that is certainly going to happen. So that will be a test. Uh, Commissioner Perry had experience dealing with some of those individuals. Uh, Chief Clemens, Hugh Clemens, certainly had experience dealing with that. And even during the course of 2020, to his credit, I would see Commander Verdi out there. I saw Commander Verdi. I would meet with him before, be in touch with him when some of those, the riots were going to take place, some of the protests. Not all of them. He wasn't there for all of them. But especially the one that really could have got bad was the 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 night, um, the Friday night when they had the 10,000 people at the State House. And the National Guard was there. And I, it was Providence Police were there. And you had a large number of people that were looking for riot number two. This time, though, they were going to destroy the state house. And that was only because of the actions of the Providence police working in conjunction with the National Guard, Capitol Police, State Police. As, as much as one television station was trying to fuel it up, let's get everybody revved up. Let's just put some unverified information out there to really get the crowd going. But um, so, you know, we're at a a pivotal time because as we've seen, whenever there is, we're policing, it's so unfair for law enforcement. As I've said, it's the only profession where if tonight pick somewhere in the United States, Little Rock, Arkansas, Anchorage, Alaska, uh, Biloxi, Mississippi, wherever, Dade, if some police officer does something tonight, boom, it goes on social media and let the riots begin all over. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by, now remember, I want to offer you something on this Friday, and that is a free consultation. Our guy, Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial Sit down with a trusted financial expert, Ameriprise Financial, 401-434-1510. Offices located at 400 Massoid Avenue in East Providence, Ameriprise Financial. Especially make sure you're covered with long-term care coverage. Long-term care coverage, Ameriprise Financial, 401-434-1510. 1510, 401-434-1510. Sit down. Maybe it's retirement advice. Maybe you are retired and you're wondering whether or not you should go back to work. <coughs> Excuse me. Ameriprise Financial, 401-434-1510. Sit down with our guy, Tom Bryan. And, and this can be for all kinds of situational advice. Maybe it's major purchase planning. Maybe you're thinking of buying a second home. Maybe it's a boat. Maybe it's education planning. Maybe you're thinking of relocating to another state. Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial. Free consultation, 401-434-1510. Well, folks, good afternoon at 1236. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, I, um, I want to once again, if you haven't seen it, I did post it. We posted it Tuesday on the Facebook page. And on um, the situation in situate. But before I touch on that, 
I want to once again, I'm looking at a headline right now. Driver charged with DUI in fatal westerly pedestrian crash. So, oh, you know, prayers for westerly. Prayers for westerly, right? That's what it comes down to. I'll tell you what, what has me disgusted with this, with the, the cabal that runs the state. But Channel 12, one person has died, struck by a suspected drunk driver westerly late Thursday night. 11 o'clock. Officers responded to Oak Street near Haswell Street, a man suffering from serious injuries. The victim, 31-year-old Michael DePola, transported to the hospital, pronounced dead. He was not in a crosswalk at the time of the crash. The driver, 36-year-old Matthew Lyons, stayed on scene, got out of his car to run towards him. Soon realized his car was still in drive moving forward, so he ran back to put his car in parked. Police say they noticed he had bloodshot, watery eyes, odor of alcohol. They conducted a field sobriety test, brought it into the police station, blew a .109. That's above a .08. Faced a judge, $10,000 bail. Not clear why the guy was crossing the road. Now, I also look at, I also look at, so there's that. And I want to come back to at at 12:37 I just saw this and I mentioned it um I think I mentioned it yesterday on the show Let me just see the Providence Journal has another um Oh that's good news gun rights advocates launch US challenge to Rhode Island concealed carry law good we'll talk to uh, John Francis about it But let me get to the um where did I see the Providence Journal? They did a story. There it is. Grieving parents don't bring back happy hours. In their zeal to help bars and restaurants make up for the income they lost during the pandemic, even though they all got all those PPP loans, saw that fraud. Rhode Island legislators voted 54 to 11, bring back happy hours. But the legislation stalled in the Senate. This week, hospitality industry renewed its push to revive happy hours. So, lawmakers were confronted pain and anger of parents who lost their teenage children. Remember their names. Janine Passaretti Malloy, mother of 17-year-old Olivia Rose, begged state lawmakers. Olivia Passaretti, Matthew Dennison, Tori Andriosi, so many others. This only becomes real when it happens to you. Now, the problem is... And as I've said, you know, they're going to focus on why Rhode Island doesn't have happy hours. But the real story here is, folks, do you look at another pedestrian hit? Now, again, you you have to be cautious crossing the street at night. Have to be careful crossing the street at night. Sometimes if I'm out walking, I make sure I have a light on me. And it's so easy now. I mean, actually, I unless people just don't think of it, but every light. Every phone, excuse me, has the flashlight. I mean, it's it's just never been easier. So for whatever reason. Now, but hear me out. There's a lot of talk about what happened to Judge Richard Leach, who was hit Wednesday night crossing from the Rhode Island State House. He's in very serious condition. He had emergency surgery. So I'm already hearing, oh, now. 
on Smith Hill. Now we have to do something because it happened to one of them. As I've told you, during the course of the campaign for governor, I would tell the Ashley Kalis people, make, make, make drunk driving an issue. Rhode Island does not have drunk, strong drunk driving laws. Connecticut does. Connecticut is one of the top 10 toughest states on drunk driving. If you Google it, Arizona is actually number one. Arizona is number one. Hard, toughest state against drunk driving in the entire country. Rhode Island's kind of towards the back of the pack. Right, 50 states, I think we're either 35 or 40, somewhere in there. Connecticut, right next door. If McKee, if the House and Senate, if they wanted to, boom, like I said, overnight, they could toughen the drunk driving laws in Rhode Island. And they won't do it. They won't do it until one of them gets killed by a drunk driver. That is one of the gripes I have with the power elite that run the biggest little. Richard Leach was hit by someone who was not intoxicated, by the way. But you watch how they're going to jump into action and make changes. Someone even floated out. They may change the law if you... (coughs) hit like a legislator, it's even more of a penalty. I mean, I I don't think that's going to happen, but but just look how hypocritical they are. And I I made this point yesterday. If that were just a, 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 quote, non, if this was just a regular person, whatever term you want to use, okay, it's like a blip. But because it's, oh my God, it's Judge Richard Leach. He was the head of director administration. He had just been coming from the state house. They're going to add extra lighting. They're going to add another crosswalk. They may call it like the Leach crosswalk, whatever. They're going to, suddenly now we have to do something. So the other day, uh, Janine, the Passaretti's and also the Denison's, they go up to the state house and everyone's polite. And it's kind of like a courtesy, oh, well, you know, let them come in. Give their testimony, but there's nothing, there's nothing breaking. Drunk driving is big business in the state. It's big business in the state. I, I've sat in, <clears throat> after Olivia Passaretti was killed, I was in, the, in court. We've had him on the program, her stepdad, Dennis Malloy. And Dennis and I sat in court, and you watch, this was on the, the Monday, one right after the other. Come up, and, and they're drunk driving on the highway, by the way. <clears throat> this goes on for like an hour. This is all the time. We're not talking about one guy who's like a little bit over as he's just trying to get, you know, from the corner pub to his home. They have translators. So many of the people that are caught drunk driving, unregistered vehicle, suspended license, no license. The fines. See, that's where it comes in. The fines are incredible. Drunk driving is big business for the court system, for the state. I don't know how much it brings in, but they don't want to do anything to upset that. Now, because there's so much drunk driving, 
All the attorneys, right? Every person there is represented by an attorney. Cha-ching, right? Cha-ching. Everything's rolling along. In turn, the attorneys there making donations to Smith Hill. And it all just, it's a full cottage industry. Do they really want to, they don't do anything. But not to be, if it was one of them, it would change like that you watch you watch how quickly things change now with just the situation at, at the state house and and that part it's the lower part where they're going to improve the lighting they'll lower the speed limit maybe even put in another crosswalk but they will make changes because one of them was in fact, you know, hit the other night. Not killed. Not killed, by the way. Not killed. But just that, in fact, that they were, um, that they were, in fact, hit and injured. And then they view it as it could have been anybody. So, now folks, good afternoon. I, I, um, I want to read that story about the situation with the the gun legislation i had not i had not seen that i think that just happened so but we'll talk john francis definitely will know about it we're going to talk to him next hour folks this portion of the john DePietro show <clears throat> it's brought to you by don't forget that limitless outdoors Call them today. This mild weather continues. You could be enjoying yourself outside. What Limitless Outdoors does, their slogan is dream, build, enjoy. Call them for a free quote, 401-580-1852. Limitless Outdoors, patios, walkways, steps, outdoor kitchens, landscape lighting, retaining walls, lawn installations, excavation, and more. Limitless outdoors, because think of it, it's limitless what they can do. More and more people are opting to improve their outside space. Use that outdoor space, and they can design your outdoor space to fit your aesthetics and lifestyle. More people are saying, you know, instead of having whatever, I'm going to do a big addition of my home. And you're going to go through zoning, and it's very expensive. And, you know, I want to be outside. So we're going to really spruce up our patio and put in nice lighting and put it in an outdoor kitchen and put in some nice steps and a walkway and improve your landscaping. How about a fire pit or an outdoor fireplace? <clears throat> Limitless outdoors. Dream, build, enjoy. Four, they're based in Smithfield. 401-580-1852. 401-580-1852 for Limitless Outdoors. Now, folks... Good afternoon. I, I want to just make a mention of something. And that is, <clears throat> um, here are some other headlines. Wow, it begins. Carrie Lake turns on DeSantis. Ann Coulter tells Nikki Haley, go back to your own country. I had not seen that. Anger roiling in the Republican, Republican American, America, excuse me. But also Ukraine holds the line. Russian deaths mount. Zelensky plea to Israel. Uh, I had not seen that. I'll probably talk about it a little bit more next hour. 
Carrie Lake is now going to go on DeSantis. I, I would think she's going to, Carrie Lake turns on DeSantis, spreads lie he's been endorsed by George Soros? What? <laughs> she shared an article. Oh, God. I, I My patience with these people from the Gateway Pundit. If you read that publication, I, I'm telling you, you need your head examined. Accompanied by the misleading title, The Kiss of Death, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, endorsed by George Soros. That, that is absolute insanity. In truth, the billionaire progressive megadonor has not expressed a preference for DeSantis, instead merely predicting he'd beat out President Trump. He's likely to be the Republican nominee, said Soros, who described DeSantis as shrewd, ruthless, ambitious. The deceptive attack marks a heel turn for Lake, who spent months since her loss proclaiming that the election had been stolen from her following Trump around. Um, <clears throat> well, the. Oh, okay. Kerry Lake DeSantis has BDE, big blank energy, he is the same we all want our leaders to have. Um, so, but she is vying that she wants to be vice president for, you know, President Trump, should he win the nomination. DeSantis stumped for Kerry Lake on the campaign trail. During an event with the governor, she declared DeSantis of the West. She said, greatest compliment you could pay me, Trump in a dress. <laughs> and then she fell short. Now, he is going to run. I, I, I think <clears throat> that, that he's endorsed by George Soros. I, it, it's, it's all lies, folks. And I also want to just, you know, I go back and forth with these people. Listen, despite we, we someone was posting this stuff today. Here's what they're posting, right? And I, I go back and forth whether I should even acknowledge it. But we're the laughing stock of the world. What are you talking about? What countries are laughing at us? Where? What, do you want to go live somewhere else? Do you have any idea how much better off we are than the rest of the world? We, we are still, we are the place everyone wants to go. Everyone wants to, if given a choice, live in America. We're the, who's laughing at us? Canada? Why do so many Canadians want to come and live in here? Who's laughing at us? Mexico? Why do all those people want to come into our country? China's laughing at us. Okay, let's talk about that statement. We still have, regardless of who the president is, we have the number one economy in the world. We have the number one military in the world. China is a problem. China and Russia are not our allies. It doesn't matter if Biden leaves the stage. They are not. This is, he's been in power for two years. This has been building. We, other countries, are, well, who's laughing at us? Regardless of Biden, we are the number one economy, <clears throat> excuse me, in the world. 
and by by a lot. It doesn't matter that that Biden is the president. It's ridiculous. Wrong. China's laughing at us. China in billions. United States GDP in billions. In billions now. United States 23. China has the number two economy in the world at 17. Gross domestic product in billions. 2317. Japan is under five. Four is Germany under five. <clears throat> India. Is India laughing at us? India has the number five economy in the world. The UK is ranked six with three. Just put that in perspective. We're 23 GDP in billions, gross domestic product. The United Kingdom is three. France is seven, under three. Italy is eight. Canada is under two. South Korea is under two. Russia, which is basically a gas station posing as a country, comes in at number 11. Russia is barely above Brazil. And then you have Australia, Spain, Mexico, Indonesia. Other countries are laughing at us. Who's laughing at us? China? China needs us. China fears us. China and Russia want to knock down the United States. I, I tolerate, like, you, you got to deal in facts. All the country, they're laughing at us. Who's laughing at us? Japan? Japan with the third ranked highest Number one, uh, not number one, number third, three economy in the world. They're laughing at us, the people in Japan. Why are they laughing at us? Germany's Germany's laughing at us. Germany's looking over their shoulder at what Russia is doing. I can assure you, Germany is not laughing at us. India's laughing. Do you want to go live in India? You want to go live in India? What, what What are these people talking about? All these countries are like, where do you want to go? Do you want to go live in France? Do you want to live in Italy? Did you see how they handled the pandemic? Maybe you want to live in Canada. That could be arranged. Why do all those people want to come here? I can't stand people that don't deal in facts. We are the target. Do you think Russia and China like that the United States... Has the number one economy in the world. Don't let your hatred for Biden skew the facts that we are still the number one military in the world. The number one economy in the world. All those people, if, if, if you feel that all these countries are laughing at us. Where are you going to go live? That tells me you have no perspective. You have no perspective. Where? Where are you going to go live? What's this other country that you feel all these other people want to live in? Don't let your 
hatred for this current president skewer the facts that despite all the different problems that we have, I I assure you this is still, this is the top destination on the planet where people want to live. Not true. A lot of people want to live in Australia. Really? I haven't heard that. See how they handle the lockdowns? I'm going to leave here and go live in China. Oh, I'm sure. See how they handled the lockdowns? Morons. Morons. Listen, it's only two more years, unless the Republican Party totally screws this up. We, we are still, don't lose sight. Don't lose sight. It, it is still, you know, the, the, this is still the greatest country to be in. The way America is viewed, our style of life, our lifestyle, that's why everybody wants to come and live here, without question. So, again, not trying to preach, but when people, everyone's, China is not laughing at us. China's a problem, make no mistake about it. Regardless, doesn't matter. When President Trump was president, China's a problem. China's a problem. When, when Obama was an orphan, Russia was a problem. Russia and China are problems. By the way, totally unrelated. Have you seen the number of Russian military that keep falling out of windows, falling off balconies, supposedly jumping to the death? Talk about giving the wrong answer in an important meeting. Putin doesn't fool around. If you don't give him the answer he wants, (laughs) you don't get fired. He has his staff literally throw you off a balcony. So I get it. People are upset. I I totally listen. This whole business, Mayor Pete, what's going on in Ohio? Total disaster. Being the vice president, incompetent. Biden, this is a joke. He's not up to running the country. The only reason he's able to do this is just the sheer power of our country. But don't ever start to knock. I don't knock a military. Our military that we that I deal with are absolutely fantastic. Don't start to, because that's exactly what they want. China and Russia, they want dissent. They want propaganda. They want fighting amongst each other. And I'll also say this. I, I'll be, I don't understand this business of President Trump and his allies starting to attack Governor DeSantis. I don't. I don't understand it. And I break off from that. I think they're on very de- treading on very, very thin ice if that keeps up. All right, next hour, we are going to find out more about this legislation. And next hour is radio only. I will be doing on the scene live, uh, live stream later. Next hour is radio only, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Or you can listen online at the website, which is to petro.com. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. We have another full hour to go. On this Friday, the John DePuy- WNRI Winsocket, W260DC. WNRI.